Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heyue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. The very good news being that we're back and better than ever, bitches. Hey, lots happened over the summer break, so you're going to get your update. You are. We've got a juicy main topic to get into, plus your favourite questions and confessions. As always, Jodes, how are you? Give us the four-week update. Oh, my goodness. Well, from my end, look, I'm going to keep it real. Um, As you know, Jules, I did have some family dramatics. Mm -hmm. Classic. Wouldn't be Christmas without it. No, it would not be Christmas, New Year's without it. Had some dramatics. Mum called me in tears on the 23rd. So I was still working at that point. Honestly, the way she was carrying on, I thought someone had died. Oh she, she was doing that. Did the, someone die? No. Okay. But you know how when people are on the phone and they're like hyperventilating? She's Completely. Like, oh, I've, got, I've got really bad, I've got really bad news. I was like, oh, I, I literally braced myself. I was like, my dad's died. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. I was just trying to like brace myself. So long story short, she couldn't get onto her New Zealand flight mm. into Auckland. They mm. actually refused her entry on the flight. Super dramatic because she was traveling on an Australian passport. She didn't um, ensure that she had the right visa mm-hmm. to enter the country, even though she's a New Zealand resident mm-hmm. through marriage mm-hmm. through my father. Mm-hmm. She's lived there for, you know, over 20 years, owns mm. property there, is on the New Zealand pension. Mm. They're, that, they're that strict now. Yeah. It, was a, it was a whole mess, honey. So she ended up staying with me for the majority of the break. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I really had to... Hold shit down. Let's say that she was not in a good, um, you know, headspace. But look, what do we do, Jules? We've got to be there for our fam, bam. No, so naturally, blood as well. Oh, you know, it's hard to get out of that stuff. Naturally, I put my mum first. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it definitely made for an interesting Christmas, New Year's. Um, so I would say, you know, Jode's time kind of kicked off from Jan eighth. Okay. Back online, back on wor- working from home from the 4th. Um, you know, we've been back in action, baby. We've been playing mm. boats and hose. You know, I've been working out, beaching it up, seeing I'm a little friends. Love it. You know, d- I'm determined to make this the best summer ever. You know, even more so because I feel like I kind of missed out. Yeah, yeah. You know, when everyone else was, was out and about. And um, on that note, Jules, um, need to tell you as well. I'm actually going to Byron Bay this weekend. Are you? Off yes. your trot? Off I li- off I bloody trot. Because was- we can still go there, hey, living yes, in Sydney. Yes, we can. Okay. New South Wales. Okay. So um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to live my mm. best little Byron Bay life and get woo-woo on it. Yeah. And um, look, it's an easy little vacay, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, you didn't get to have one. You know, you had to look after Mumsy across Christmas and New Year. You're exactly. Stuck in, like, didn't they go back to, you guys went back into lockdown, no, or something? Exactly. We had this, you know, Avalon outbreak, whatever you want to call it. Mm. So you could only have up to five people in your house. It was, it was a mess, honey. Like the vibe was not correct. Yeah. So I deserve it. My boss agrees. I'm going to take a few days off and um, just have a little time for me, but yeah, I'm not going to say it was easy seeing Jules live it up because (laughs) this bitch as always was dipping it and doing it, living her best motherfucking life. Um, Whilst we were, you know, in Sydney, all her Sydney fam were back here, you know, just fucking dying. Yeah. It looked hard. But I mean, can we please get into you? 
Oh, and I'm this is a bit tone deaf. And I'm not I'm definitely not reading the room properly right now, but mm. I had the some the funnest summer I have had in years. I reckon since my teenage years. Oh, love that. I know, for I'm you. not reading the room. So I did catch I probably caught one of the last flights out to Perth. I'm from originally from Perth. Um, so I consider myself so, so lucky. Yeah. Um, and as Jody would know, I have a solid roster back then, solid roster of men. I mean, I was definitely living vicar- <laughs> vicariously through. Um, so first on the roster, Jodes was um we can't call him Tattoo Daddy because that's too obvious. Pillow Lips. Oh, yes, Pillow yes. Lips. Fuck, he's so hot. He's so First hot. First on the roster was Pillow Lips. So every day I was going to boat parties, brunches, working out. Mm. Like I said, I'm, that's all I'll say on that because I don't want um, anyone to be envious. Um, and then at night I was hanging out with, yeah, Pillow Lips. And mm. it's just great because we don't um, – we're old friends who love to fuck. Yeah. And we don't have any – I know what it is. I definitely don't see him as boyfriend material at all, so I don't want to ever pursue it. So, you know, we'll be sitting there and, you know, we're watching something and he'll start fingering me, which leads to 69ing on the couch. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, So that was fun. And what else happened? I was asked to be maid of honour for my bestie. I was like, the hens party is going to be fucked. I was born to throw hens parties. Maybe that's what I should do with my life. Throw, oh throw my hens gosh. parties. I would love to attend that hens yes. party. Um, That's going to be lit. And then, listeners, mm. there are pigs flying somewhere because I almost slipped over and fell into a relationship. I know. This this one had me shook. I was basically had the ring on the finger. I was, um, you know, driving him to the airport, picking him up everywhere, like real kept woman shit. Like it goes against everything I stand for. <laughs> real kept woman shit. Um, it was over. It, you know, he, he did quickly save himself because there was um, a comment that was made, Joe, that I have to bring it up. Oh. And I just thought, I can't do this. And you haven't told me this I haven't air? told you this. Oh, no. snap. So he's messaging me or whatever and he sends me a photo and it's oh sorry he sends me a video and it's of him eating ice cream and I'm a dirty dog so I thought oh maybe he's gonna show me how he eats or something <laughs> but no it was just an actual innocent uh, ice cream eating um video to my dismay boring um anyway so I wrote back and I said yay what flavor <laughs> this man's says what? rum and raisin <laughs> Oh, no. See, it's it's a wrap for me. <laughs> I said, rum and raisin? He said, okay, but I had hokey pokey the other night. He was clutching straws. He was like, I swear, I swear I don't get this flavour all the time. It's too late for that, my guy. Absolutely it's too not. late. What's your, what's your go-to flavour? Um, I usually do the old um, minty. You minty. Do. I do the old minty chalky chip, yeah, don't I? Yeah, you do. You love that. She it's, goes hard for mint, mint and chalk anything. It's like refreshing. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like pleasurable. Yeah. You get the pleasure, but you get the refreshment. You kind of feel like you're being healthy. You're like, surely <laughs> I'm losing weight eating this. Yes. Mine's definitely 100% like cookie dough or something mm. real dense with cake in it. Yes, so I, whatever's the highest calorie. I do fuck my with the cookies and cream too. Yeah. Um, so, and we are going to get some... Something happened, something huge mm, happened to mm. me, which we will get into for main topic. Yes. But before that, New Year's resolutions, we can't start this year off with talking about them. What's our mantras, etc. Yes. Well, funny, one of my calls last year, remember, was about having more fun, but mm-hmm. then COVID kind of came through and, and fucked that mm-hmm. for really everyone. Um, I definitely still want to try and continue that mm-hmm. if, you know, this virus will let a bitch live. Mm-hmm. Um, this year. So that's definitely one of them. 
I also have been saying a lot to Jules. I'm really big on this whole minding your business energy this year. Mm. Very much to the forefront of my mind Mm -hmm. because certainly there have been times in my past where we know I had it fucked up, Jules, Mm -hmm. and I was not minding my business, was I? Well, we're just putting energy into the wrong situations. Exactly. And that's what gets you fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I just don't want to do that anymore. I don't know why. I just feel like I've just been on some different shit already this year and I'm just loving it for me. Yeah. I just, I feel like sometimes we create problems where there are none. Completely. And it's interesting how once you just m- make it like a mantra or, or make that commitment to yourself to just really just stay in your own lane, mm-hmm. mind your own business, don't create problems where there are none. It just, life just gets really fucking simple mm-hmm. and effortless. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting I'm being like tested with that thought as well. I thought of you the other day, Jules, because one of my good girlfriends actually slid in my DMs and she was like expressing to me this situation and saying, you know, I've noticed, I don't want to say too much because then it's, you know, yeah. give it away. Yeah, but yeah. she was like, I've noticed X, Y, Z is happening in the scene that I'm in. And, and it's like, it's making me uncomfortable. I think- XYZ is doing this for clout. I'm, I don't, I don't, what do I do about this? And I was like, well, first of all, this isn't your problem, sis. Yeah, yeah. My, if you're asking for my advice, which she was, mm-hmm. if you're asking for my opinion, my opinion is to mind your business. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from a total place of love. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, half your problems are created in your own head. You don't need to speak on that because that person's not brought it to your attention. Mm-hmm. She's not put your name out there. She's not addressed yeah. you with it. Yeah. So. Sure, if someone asks you about it, you can give your opinion, but you don't need to make it your business nor your problem. Yeah, completely. And it was just interesting how someone else was asking for my opinion and my very first thought was that. It's yeah. just it's obviously cemented in me now and yeah. it's like I'm actually living through that. Yeah. Do you think as well, obviously, you've been in the thick of COVID this whole time, kind of yes. sitting in the house. You're kind of like, no, I don't want to stop. I just want to stop with those thoughts. Yeah. Kind of like, cause you're only making it more negative for your space. Exactly. Because yeah. if you're, if you, if you're too worried about what other people are doing or what's going on outside of you, it, it does contribute to that sense of anxiety. Yeah. And as we've talked about a lot, someone that does have anxiety mm. and for me, it's an ongoing mm-hmm. self care journey. Yeah. I just need to always circle back to, you know, myself and what I need to do to protect my own space, protect my own energy. And look, keeping it simple, minding your business is a big part of that for me. Yeah. But listeners, please send mm. us your confessions all the time. <laughs> please never yeah. stop writing into us. <laughs> you, I don't want <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't involve you not sending in confessions. Absolutely not. We live for that okay. team. Send away. In that regard, you need to not mind your business. Um, I've written for here. I'm just reading my notes, mm. which is I've written less skits, less benders. <laughs> less skits, less, less benders. Less skits, less benders. Um, I definitely want to c- follow on from my um, – mine's actually not as we was Jones. I was kind of being a bit more um, – are just a bit more fun on lighthearted on it. I've written no coffees again for the whole year because I yeah. did that last year. I'm actually quite good with once I say one thing, I really stick to it. I really give it up for the year. I'm good yeah. at going, going cold turkey if it's like just one thing. But I think we need, but you know, we're not going to be too hard on ourselves about 2020 because 2020 was on some bullshit. Yes. We know that. Yeah. That, that, that year's been cancelled. Yeah. So it's a new year, new us. Yeah. So I've said no coffees, no Uber Eats. Jesus Christ. Oh God, Christ. we're both terrible with that. Awful. I'm, fu- Awful. I'm, I'm on the fucking uber gold i'm literally I a gold i'm a gold member i get that re- you know how you get the reward yeah because i'm like if i spend 55 dollars, <laughs> i'll get five dollars next time like yeah, absolutely and not. do you always select the 15 percent off as your reward 
Always. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? What's the other reward? And then do you just go, but then they fuck you because then you have to go hard for the next 72 hours to get the most out of your 15%. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But also they're just covering their ass because that's just delivery. Like where they're yes. probably saving $7. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, they play us every yeah. fucking time. So, yes, less skits, less benders, no coffees, no Uber Eats. Fuck, I sound like a fucking bore. And I've just written here, more kind to myself. As, as Jodes, well, as you, everyone would know, actually, obviously, I just, I, I'm not all about, I think last year I was so harsh to myself when, you know, and, and things happened where completely out of my control. So now I'm just all about surrendering. Whatever happens, happens. Yes. I think, yeah, I think like everyone can be hard on themselves, but mm-hmm. would you agree that that's big Virgo energy? Huge be- Virgo. I'm such a hard ass. Yeah. Such so- a hard ass. Yeah, I never need to really even say – I never need to say shit to you about anything work-wise because I already know you've already kicked your own ass. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Always. Amazing. Well, look, we do need to go to break, but before we come back, make sure you're following us on our Instagram at Podcast. Oh, we love hearing from our good bitches. All right, guys, we are back with main topic <laughs> – now, Jodie's got a gun to my head and she's making me yeah. speak more about this accidental relationship. Absolutely. So how we got to know each other, I don't know him at all. I didn't know him from Perth, but mm. um, I bumped into him at a bar. However, this man has been sliding into my DMs for what, Jodes, the last seven months every single day. Yes. And be clear, what DM is that? It's been a combination of Jules's independent DMs mm-hmm. at Jules Rangi <laughs> and also at Goodby Podcast. I so would say I, he heart reacts to every story. Would you not? He shows us mad love. Mm-hmm. He heart reacts to all your stories. He comments on all our shit, likes yeah. all our shit from, from day dot, which I'm sorry, but I fucking appreciate it. Yeah. Like, love him for that. It just goes to show persistence shot pays the fuck off because you know that I wasn't fucking with it originally. Exactly, but it's the dedication for me. Yes. This man has been trying for Jules for months and then he would slide in my personal DMs at I am Jodie Clark just to talk about Jules. <laughs> I'm like- I love that. Wow. If fuck. you're in love with Jules, just say that. Don't, don't come in my DMs. So there's this man who yeah has been following me online very intensely. Let's give him a name. Let's call him. I'm going to say West Coast Puppy. West Coast Puppy. <laughs> Okay, so Fuck. West Coast Puppy. Yeah, so he's he's he was definitely my name, my yeah. main over there. Yeah, my number one. So, um, yes, met him at the bar. Obviously, I was like, oh my god, hi! It's like meeting I mean, friends. Like uh, as Jodes would know, with our um followers, we yeah. like legitimately think everyone's our best friend. Yeah, yeah, and you recognize them by face because Re- we recognize them immediately yeah. and immediately. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we actually weirdly, Jody said the gag is going to be if you end up liking this guy. That's the gag. I know. I was like, what if you like fall in love and you end up marrying him and then you've basically like married a fan? I was scoffing. I was like, as if I never, I don't really like men. I just blah, blah, blah. I would never. So we meet and we actually get along famously, famously. He obviously kind of already knew what I was about. So nothing, you know, none of my uh, political correctness really shocked him that much, which is good. So it's big on my, you know, radar. And long story short, (laughs) we had a beautiful, heated, passionate seven days together or seven nights, I should say. Mm. But there was something that came up and I thought, ooh, 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 Mm. this is maybe the, the biggest red flag out of them all. 
And I would have loved it when I was younger. Yes. It's not ass eating, but I'm going to tell you what it is now. Okay. On the second or the third time we met up to obviously have sex and hang out, he told me mid-sex that he loved me. Mm. Mm. And I thought we got to get into this because I have also done that. Yes. And we need to discuss when do you say I love you? Yes. So tell me about your experiences, please. Well, I felt physically sick. Um, You know, we... We're going to talk about this because I just know, and this is me just keeping it a buck. I was so the embarrassing offender back in the day. Like I will put myself in the hot seat. Mm -hmm. If we're talking specifically in terms of like, I love yous during sex. Why do I feel like it always comes up during sex? Oh, especially if you're drunk or high, et cetera. Oh my God. I can mid thrust. Definitely. It's especially mid thrust. Yeah, it really is. What is yeah. with the thrust? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's like when it hits the wall, it's like, oh. I guess because by that stage, after I've chucked out a few, oh, that feels good. So <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I might as well just tell them I love them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I can definitely remember um, one scenario that comes into my mind. Um, this guy, oh, he was so gorgeous. I'll show you a little picture. Please. Offline. I think I've showed you this cat before, but okay. like back in my day when I was like 21, he was like, oh, gorgeous. He was like Cleo Bachelor of the Year. You know how yes. they have to have those? Yep. Like fucking stunning. Um, What's a dick game? Great dick game. Oh, I hate that when they're stunning and have good dick game. Yeah. It annoys the fuck out of me. He's probably, yeah, top five dead or alive for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just fucking spicy. Like I, at one point I was living in Mount Roskill. It was real ghetto. My car got stolen at one point. That's a whole other story. Um, and we actually like broke my bed at one point. Oh, so you're getting dicked the fuck down. I was getting dicked the fuck down. Like we would like bang on the floor. I remember we were banging on the floor because we broke our, my bed. Anyway, look, it was hot. And, um, but I remember I ended up fucking that one up like self-confessed mm. because I was just way too young, mm-hmm. way too in my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, How soon? How soon did you say it? I mean, within probably like weeks, to be honest. Mm. And like he was courting me, like we were going out for dinner, but it was also a bit of a situationship. He had just gotten out of what was a very long-term mm. relationship mm-hmm. and he'd kind of been like sifting me and chasing me for a while, mm-hmm. obviously when that was winding up. And we ended up in this very cozy situation where, you know what it's like when you're young and you spend all weekend at their mm-hmm. house and it's mm-hmm. really fun and exciting. And you're just cooped up in this little love nest. You're not leaving the place. Mm-hmm. You're ordering it's in. Not it's mm. not real as mm-hmm. a babe and we were very much in one of those kind of like situations and I was definitely like yeah head over heels smitten mm-hmm. um and super young and naive at that I moved straight from Auckland to the country I didn't know fucking what was from what and I remember getting super emotional one day and like just like it was actually before we had sex weirdly and I was just like crying and I was just like I think I'm in love with you you're crying before you had sex saying I'm in love with you. I know. That's what I'm saying. Do you saying. reckon that was a turn on dude? <laughs> well, he ended up still banging me, so I don't know. We ended up oh having sex. Oh, my se- gosh. Now that I look back at that, I'm just like, I could never imagine doing that now. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't even know that girl. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what was I on? But it definitely pushed him away. Yeah. And then our relationship cooled after the fact because yeah. he could see that I was just in way too deep. Yeah. He wasn't going to be ready for all of that, which I should have. You know, no, but yeah. look, I was young. I'm going to say something. I can props to him. 
Because it's very easy to be like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I love you too. Come on, turn around and bend over. Yeah. You know, like for men, like it, yeah. the fact he was like, you're not like, don't, like, we're not ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually ready. probably, yeah, better for him to just call it. Mm-hmm. And also he, like, I was kind of like the first off the rank. Mm-hmm. You have to imagine this guy was like one, very much in demand mm-hmm. back in those days. Mm-hmm. He'd come out of like, what was a three or four year relationship mm-hmm. with a gorgeous sweetheart. She was a fucking model herself, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. So he very much was in a place where he needed to do that single thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the timing was off and anything, but it was a really like – fun time but I just remember when I look back at that like we're still cool but I, when I look back at that I'm like oh cringy and have you ever waited for ages before I said yeah, I love you before you said I love you um I'm trying to think of my like most longest term relationships generally they have said it first mm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah, because I've had mm. my the I've only said it. I, I I as Joe's would know, I haven't said it much. I've only said it three times. Yeah, one was over the summer holidays with Mans with <laughs> with West with Coast Puppy. Puppy. Yeah, <laughs> um, which who knows if that's even real? Obviously, upon reflection, and one was with my um, my long term boyfriend, and we waited for like eight months, and we mm. were together for about three and a half years, mm. and then the other one was on the second time we were having sex. He said he said it first, and mm. I'm thinking, fuck, how good's the WAP? <laughs> I just want to honour this WAP. How good's the fucking WAP? I've got yeah. this boy saying I love you. I mean, wow, super embarrassing. Honestly, I I was I was such a little little whippersnapper. I've got so many embarrassing um, stories that I could share. It's just like, do we want to end the part the podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, what fucking hell? I mean, I I can also look. Let's just get into it. Mm-hmm. I can share another situation where with an ex, I um, during sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped a, an album mm-hmm. and it was not returned. Now, has that ever happened to you? Because that's fucking embarrassing. Yes, it has. Um, it has actually very recently when um, I thought because he had said it the mm. last time we did that, I thought that we were good to go. And then so we're, I think I'm on like on top or something, throwing throwing it back and busting open. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I love you. Just sex talk. <laughs> like and, and he was like, look, I really like you. And I thought, I said, don't tell me this now. Like my vagina is going dry. Oh, I fucking hate it when they try to like have oh, real talk during sex. Yeah. Like can we just have the conversation after? afterwards? Oh, Literally. my God. It's so You're f- obviously not my dad, and but I'm calling you daddy, yo. Like, like read just, the room. Like let's just get into the spirit, bro. Yeah. It's called, <laughs> oh, my God. It's called lies, which we live on, so <laughs> – Oh my God, I just fucking can't. So that's another embarrassing scenario I can remember where he just kind of gave me the blank stare. I hopped off the tee and needless to say, the relationship dissipated shortly after because he was, he just realized, fuck, this isn't, this isn't it. Well, but he wasn't shit anyway, so whatever. Um, But can we get into mm. JB tip of the week? I know I'm calling it too early, but Joe's has these amazing stats that when I read them, I was like, yes, bitch. Okay. Can you get, give me them? Yeah, we can get it. You know, nothing but hard hitting journalism here Mm -hmm. at Goodby Media. So, look, we did have a little look see at, of course, Bible, Cosmo. And Cosmopolitan did a study regarding specifically dropping the album during sex. Mm. So what we're talking about. And I mean, to no surprises, that this is what they had to say. 
Women prefer to hear I love you for the first time after sex Mm -hmm. and men are happier when women say it to them for the first time before sex. And the psychologist doing the study theorized that when a man hears I love you, he takes it as a sign that sex could be in the near future. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're we're all fucking psychologists at this point, duh. (laughs) Um, Whereas... The difference with women is that we, when we hear I love you, for us it's like we assume that, okay, that means the guy doesn't view our sex as just a one-night mm, stand or mm-hmm. a fuck buddy. So we're looking at, at it more from that, oh, this is like more of a ting mm, mm-hmm. angle. Mm-hmm. Whereas for guys, that they're more thinking about, oh, I'm going to get some pussy. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we surprised? No. Absolutely not. Right? And the study also revealed one other interesting piece of info that men are more likely to drop the album first, which I found interesting. And in fact, studies show that they tend to say it six months before the woman does. So men are dropping this, these, I love you's fucking all over the shop. So makes so much in all three. I can make so much sense. I also wonder if that's Mm. because, and this isn't me just being on my feminist bullshit, because women have more emotional maturity. Yes. I really think that's linked. And there's more weight behind what what they're saying. So they're more likely to be a bit more guarded, a bit more, you know, fearful when it comes to just flying those words around because they are like, I love you is so loaded. Mm. Like Mm. I haven't said Mm. it a lot, but I can say that when I have said it, I meant it. I I think we should even start asking for people's consent to say I love you. Like Mm. I think it's huge. That's interesting. I think it almost can become, obviously, Mm. with the wrong person, it can almost become an entrapment. And I actually think it's yes. such a red flag if it's said too early, which Joe's and I have put our hands up saying we've yeah. both done this. Well, that, yeah. But I could, yeah. by love bombing someone, mm. you know, people, um, it's how people, you know, those, those girlfriends we see who they met a guy on Tinder and then we haven't seen them for two months. And when it ends, it fucking ends. Yes. Because they're just so cut off from the rest of the world. They're so um, wrapped up in this new mm. person, but they're, just don't, their, they're not thinking it's love bombing. They've been in this little love bubble. Yeah. And, yeah but as you say, they're such loaded words. Right, you yeah. hear them, and it's like you feel. If a guy says that to you, it's like you almost feel like indebted. Oh, Literally. but but he loves me. Literally, get and, away with murder. And then you get into these. You know, that's a whole other topic. But relationships that aren't actually healthy, but we stay in them because they love us. Yes. Because we've exchanged those three words, they are now warranted to us and indebted to us in a different way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You Completely. know, it's. It's bizarre. It's bizarre the amount of weight that we put behind words. Yeah. I think as well something that um, I've definitely learned just from these last two compared to my long, long boyfriend Mm -hmm. is easy come, easy go. And explain that. Like these two boys have said it to me on the second or third time during sex and they've continued to say it and they will obviously TBR. To be continued with the, this one, but the the one that lasted for a year, um, I think we had one like disagreement on text. We never spoke again. But that's what that's why <laughs> I just think let's stop putting so much mm. weight and mm-hmm. so much pressure on "I love you" because as mm. you've seen with all these different examples and their situations, it's it's not really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And then you know we can go into you know the argument of actions versus words. Completely, not everyone is a big 
verbalizer mm-hmm. you know we've talked about love languages a lot yes i'm You're a definitely gift. not a verbalizer <laughs> we're, we're both quality time yeah. i'm more verbal i really love to hear it i love communication jules is an amazing gift giver she'll come mm-hmm. over and bring me flowers and talk. she's beautiful like that but everyone's got their own way mm-hmm. of showing that they love you and you know at some point i, I think we need to be paying more attention to actions no I think rather than the nail words. on the head i also think it can be a red Flag, obviously, when they're oh, how do I say this correctly? Mm. When they're they can give you everything right then and there when they're too available. Mm. I think with the uh, with the main guy right now, Joe's, yes, with what he does as a profession, it's a lonely profession, it is. So, you just have to be cautious of you know, maybe look at their life and thinking. Do they have any friends in this city? No. Are they desperately lonely? Yes. Are they telling me they love me after two dates? Yes. Well, yeah. There's three red flags right there. But I think as well, it, it, not everyone has has the capacity to be that mm. self-aware mm-hmm. and say, mm-hmm. okay, is is my lifestyle or are there contributing factors to why I'm feeling some type of way? Mm-hmm. And yeah, as you say, the red flag, I didn't even realize when I was younger, obviously I was young, like let's go easy on little jokes, mm-hmm. but I was throwing out these words and acting the way I was out of, yeah, you know, emotional immaturity, having a lot of personal growth to do, working through some stuff. And I wouldn't have realized that at the time, but I was the red flag in those situations. Mm-hmm. I was the, I was sending out the wrong vibes to those men and that's why they detached from me mm-hmm. because they knew I was not grounded and mm-hmm. secure in myself, mm-hmm. right? And what's the first thing you're going to do when you come across someone that's not secure in themselves, mm. you're going to run. Mm-hmm. So do we blame them? No. no. Do we learn from it? Yeah. Completely. God, hindsight's a beautiful thing. Oh, my God. I wish – but it's like it's it's like you look back on your life. I look back on my 20s and I'm like, oh, God, I did some real cringy shit. But it's like you but have to. But it makes to. for a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the podcast, though. All right, guys. Yeah. Should we go to break? We're going to go to break. Yeah. Make sure you've rated us five stars on Apple Podcasts and mm-hmm. follow us on the gram at Good Bee Podcast. We'll be right back after this. Yay. All right, good bitches. You are back with How to Be a Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. We're going to get straight into your favorite segment, listener question. Hey, I miss these. Yeah, me too, actually. Here we bloody go. Let's get straight into it, shall we, Jules? Please. GB says, my boyfriend doesn't want to have sex with me as much anymore. My boyfriend and I used to get it on about twice a day when we would see each other. But now I'm lucky to get some action once a week. We've only been dating eight months, but I already feel like he has lost interest in me. My last relationship, I was horribly cheated on by a guy who I came to figure out was a hardcore sex addict. So this new relationship has been a big change for me. And also, I have a lot of weird thought patterns and self-esteem issues from the way that I was previously treated. Would love you girls to help me. My heart breaks. I mean, this is just such such an angel, this girl. My heart breaks because I mm. can already feel the self-esteem issues that are coming off this, mm-hmm. the am I not good enough? You know, even I know if, when I get rejected oh. for sex, I'm like, fuck, I'm, you know, fat or I'm ugly or so I can't imagine having months of this, especially no. at that age. What is she, 21? Yeah, they're like early 20s. 
very like they've just turned like 21 my understanding so super young right but I also just want to very quickly honor her Mm. I mean me just harping back to what I was like at 21 and the fact that she's that self-aware Jules that Mm -hmm. she can say I've got some weird thought patterns I've got some self-esteem issues like that is so massive at her age to actually being able to own that I just want to like give you props for that GB Um, she obviously knows that's a contributing factor and she's trying to weigh that up Mm -hmm. as well and from what I believe she has tried to speak to him about this yes she has so let me get this straight. Not only is he, you know, not making her feel like she is in any sort of sexual relationship, mm-hmm. uh, which at 21 is probably like the most. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you should be fucking like rabbits at that age. But yeah. anyway, let's get yeah. back to facts. <laughs> let's stick to the facts. Um, and But then he's not even hearing her out. Like if you're doing something repetitively that, you know, hurts your partner and you keep doing it. Yeah. I mean. Well, that's what she says. She said that she's she's tried to voice her concerns about it and she's now in a position where she's too scared to initiate sex, which is so not like oh, her. Oh, God. So now you have to walk on eggshells yeah. and with, and with the low self-esteem. Yeah. What is this relationship giving her, she I wonder? Says, she says that she feels like it always has to be on his terms purely because she's scared of rejection. And I, I just hate this for her. I hate I just this. fucking hate this for her. Gorgeous little young thing like that should be throwing it back, busting it open. God knows I was. Well, there was a, a beautiful quote mm. that quote a little a little um sorry. Well, there was a beautiful quote that Dan Savage mm. said. Now, do mm. you know Dan Savage? It's no, kind of, he's kind of like a podcast relationship expert. And I've written it down because when I this um, question came through, I just put them together. Okay. And Jodes, it says, yes. you ask yourself if you can take another 20 or 30 years of this. Decades of rejection, decades of feeling unwanted, decades of sexual frustration, and then break the fuck up with this guy. Nice as he is because you need a sexual relationship for personal fulfillment purposes and he isn't willing or able to meet your sexual needs. Because mm. this is how, you know, wow. like, without getting too deep, this is how cheating happens. And you can understand it. I just think you're so young. You've got your whole life ahead of you. These are your golden years, mm-hmm. baby girl. Mm-hmm. You're like obviously a beautiful girl, such a sweetheart, judging by her message to us and her mm-hmm. kind words mm-hmm. about us. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got everything going first. She doesn't need to stay in this position with, you know, someone that's super young as well. He's a young guy. Yeah. He's a, he might not be ready mm-hmm. for yeah. a relationship. He might think he is, but uh, I don't know. In my opinion, they're not at that age. They need to go out there and experiment and figure out what they want. They're like, mm. um, it's definitely, I just don't want him making it about her. Yeah. Because it's oh, no- nothing to do with you, babe. It's nothing to do with you yeah. and everything to do with um, him and where he's at in life and, you know, his age. And I'm wondering, mm. only because I used to get this when I was younger, yes. I'm wondering if he feels that it has run its course and we okay. don't want to upset you, baby girl. Yeah. But you know when guys start treating you a certain way so you break up with them because they're pussies? Yes. I have this feeling that that could be what's happened, that mm-hmm. he doesn't want to own up or face the music. So he's going to, you know, start making us, oh, I hate this. You know, your mental health's gone to 
shit. Yeah. You've got low self-esteem and no one's having sex with you. What is this relationship actually giving you? I think we almost need to write it down, the yeah. pros and cons, because at the moment I ain't seeing any pros. I think that's what it boils down to in terms of our advice. Really weigh out what are you getting from this. Mm. It's uh, f- From what you've told us, um, you, you, she said, I'm tired, verbatim, I'm tired of stressing about it. These are not problems you should be having at 21. Absolutely. The only thing you should be tired of is from smashing 12 cruises. The only thing you should be tired of is, yeah, smashing 12 cr- cruises, getting fucking candida from drinking and fucking too much, having IUDs and thrush. Left, right and centre. That's all you should do at 21. And that's our proper professional advice. You should be like, my my legs are sore from going to the chemist and getting this fucking canister up me. Always. So So once again, our um (laughs) (laughs) Should we go three, two, one and say it? Three, two, two, one. Dump him! (laughs) Oh wow, things really don't change in 2021, do they? It's just the thing with dump him <laughs> is that it really is a, a size fits all approach. <laughs> One day we'll have other advice, but at the moment, I mean, it's fitting. It just, it works, it flows, it, fit, <laughs> it fits the situation. Oh my gosh. Dump him for all. Um, look, you don't have to dump him. We're just saying if I was in your shoes, that's most likely what I did, <laughs> what we'd be doing. No, it is serious. We're actually serious, but honestly, no, but dump seriously, him. But seriously, dump him. <laughs> have the conversation. See where it goes from there. And you but, know what? Even if he doesn't want to have the conversation with you, well, then my darling, that's the answer because he's not even willing to hear you anymore. At this point, it needs to be raised, and then you need to do what's right for you, my love. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to jump into confession. Yeah. So I was very excited because um, this is a gay confession and oh, I love yes. I actually want way more of them. So please send them through. We're here for the girls and the gays, you know. The, yeah, we live for the girls and the gays only. <laughs> okay. Hi, good bitches. Hi. Dying to share with you my little hoe escapade I had recently. Yes. I'm currently in a new city and going for gold on Grinder. Yes, honey. Your boy is topping everyone in these streets. Oh! Over the Christmas period, everyone seemed to be in town and even better, everyone was on the apps. I was spoilt for choice. It was heaven. Mm. One evening, I met up with a self-proclaimed stallion. We were getting nasty over texts and his body looked phenom. Oh. I turned down another hottie for this man's as honestly, gals, I thought I'd be horizontal with him for the next five business days. Wow. So I go over, go over to his house and much to my dismay, he was very so-so and more unfortunately, the sex was below average, below in capitals. Oh. I was still a gentleman and let this man blow on my back once we were finished. <laughs> I made up some bullshit excuse to get the fuck out of there and hit up the hottie I originally turned down. I was over at the new boy's house within the hour and let him come on my front, having not showered or anything from original boy's house. I felt like a dirty little pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, I love it. It's the pop tart for me. Oh, the two guys in one night. I, Fuck. It's a beautiful thing for it's him. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Oh. Um, it's nice that some people are getting some play. Yes. Like me. I just, I just, I'm just going to have to live vicariously through all the GBs. But I'm just thinking about this. Surely you'd be able to, you know, come has that, there's a scent to it. There's a real scent to it. If he's on his back and they're obviously gay, they're fucking from behind. Well, I don't know why why that was obvious. Superman that hoe. Is that what it is? Yeah. 
Is that coming on someone's back and then fucking them again or something? I think the Superman is when you come on their back and then you put like a sheet on it or something. Wow. I was fucking, I was cranking that in year seven. Like it was no one's business. I'll Google it while we're chatting. But But yeah, no, the cup, but what I'm saying is, is wouldn't there be a scent that you could smell? I guess if you're both intoxicated and you think goes, I just thought that there would be a, a potent cum smell on you. So he didn't shower or anything? Nah, he went straight, walked straight over there. Walked straight over there. But I feel like when you're in the act, right, there's an intertwining of senses. Oh, 100%. And smells, which makes it fine. He would have had probably a bit of, you know, body wash, maybe some scent yeah. he was wearing, natural mask, yeah. sweat. Yeah. There would have been such a combination of yeah. smells coming out of his pores. I wonder if it even turned him on like um. Uh, like pheromones. Like, yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Do you know what I mean? It was probably a turn on. Look, I've just in the meantime Googled Superman Dat Ho and it says here, Urban Dictionary, mm. when you ejaculate on a girl's back, mm. then put a blanket on her so when she stands up, the blanket sticks, therefore making her look like she has a cape. Used, e.g., Superman Dat Ho every day. Well, we're very LGBTQIA positive here, so it could be a guy as well, exactly. Urban Dictionary, <laughs> excuse me. But I love that. Oh, my gosh. On that note, on Superman Dat Ho note, shall we wrap up? I think it's time. It's sad that I – it's confusing. It's sad what gets into my head. How do I even know this shit? Love that. We need more facts like that. Anyway, what a journey. What a treat to be back with my love. What a treat. Jules and Jodes back in the fucking game. So excited. I'm excited for this year. Yay, yay. So make sure that you're following us on our beautiful Instagram at Goodby Podcast or check out our website at www.goodbypodcast.com. We've got more merch coming, don't we, Jules? Yes. Yep. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for those drops. Because that shit sold out within bloody half an hour. So you stay tuned. Exactly. We've got some bundles and some stuff on the way. So stay loyal. Stay tuned and we'll see you next week. Bye.